Hey everybody, welcome to the BAMCast Extra Summer Movie Series, week three. Mm-hmm. Got two more great, great movies for you this week. Oh yeah. I'm Chuck. I'm Harlow. And we're going to break them down as only we can. As they have broken us down. Yes. It's time these movies got their due. Um, <laughs> there was plenty done in these movies. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so this week we decided to take a look at, well, we uh, <laughs> randomly picked uh, two 80s TNA things called Hard Bodies mm-hmm. and Hard Bodies 2. Right. Or as I like refer to them, the Hard's Body. The Hard's Body. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so just one work. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so the first one, Hard Bodies, 1984, is a... Beach movie, mm-hmm. a vacation-y movie, sort of. Uh, sure. This could take place at any time of the year because it's Venice Beach, California. Okay. So Venice Beach is probably always like this. Sure. But uh, we're introduced to a dude named Scotty. Uh-huh. He's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he is. <laughs> he's, a, he's a beach bum in the most typical way like he's got the ladies but he also lives like a complete pig and doesn't pay his bills mm-hmm. he's just like man just beach living man just whatever yeah i mean they don't do him any of any favors on his introduction because nope. um he's just finished having the sex with the lady mm-hmm. and wakes up and offers to cook her breakfast uh via a <laughs> frying pan and a spatula that he then uses to Swat at a roach. I'm assuming they never really show the bug because you know that that yeah. would take budget. No, no, some um, bug on. The- but yeah, he just swipes at the wall and then like scrapes the spatula and be like, like over easy, and mm-hmm. and then they have her open up the uh, refrigerator, which is like a petri dish experiment gone wrong. It's horrible. It is horrible. It's disgusting. Um, and uh, I but- made a note that uh, women in '80s movies tended to uh, tolerate a lot just to have sex with a hot dude. Sure, because this I don't is... think they did. I mean, I think maybe in in the movies they did. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. Women in eighties movies. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you just said women in the eighties. I, I, I like... meant I, talking right. in the universe, uh, the hard bodies universe. The <laughs> women in their eighties might tolerate this <laughs> because I think any woman opening that fridge would, especially today, would just be like, "Oh, hell no." I'm, I, I I'm, would react that way. I'm putting this on Twitter, and <laughs> we'll mock you. Yeah. No. Uh, no. I. I. I I don't think I would even take the time to... I, I would have opened it up, had a blood-curdling scream like finding a, Jason's handiwork in a Friday the 13th, and then run out of there and yes. called somebody. Yeah. I'd just call the police and be like, I don't know if this is you or the health department or what, but this needs to be stopped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quarantine, yeah, Yes. So, he's gross, yes. but everyone loves him because uh, he's, sure. he's local Scotty, the, the cool guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, so he's he's chilling on the beach, and um, a group of really disgusting old people show up at first, uh, who I started to worry, because I knew the general premise of this, and I started to worry, oh, dear God, please don't let these people be the the other characters in this movie. But they they are not. They are just there to like show how gr- really gross people could be. Um, Which, oh, you're talking about the... Uh... The the the, the super nerd crew that shows up, right? The the ones in the van in the the van that's more disgusting than the refrigerator, right? Yeah, with the okay. with the poor dog and and all of that. Yeah, well, um, I, yeah, okay. I wasn't going to refer to them as old people. I I thought they were peers uh, age wise with uh, Scotty, just not. They were just way gross. Yeah, but everyone in this movie also has that like forty year olds playing twenty well, sure, kind yeah. of thing. But, but so I mean, anyway, but these are like guys with like you know 
written in dirt on their van. Like, yeah, I think, oh, their, their license plate said dirt bag. Yes. Um, and then there was like things written in the, you know, smudged out of the dirt all over the back of the van. And he guy gets out wearing like, it, it shouldn't be, but it's a halter top t-shirt that says <laughs> something like, I, I don't know, just some, some phrase 80s for i didn't write it down i mean it was like it's whatever know, it was it was if gross. you ain't puking you, you ain't <laughs> you puking. Ain't i don't know i don't yeah. know yeah <laughs> i don't know what that means but yeah something like have a nice day but you know something that a shit bag would wear it was, it was so odd that dudes in the 80s were okay wearing like halter top shirts like that was just like i'm gonna wear a half shirt and it's cool yeah, like but the, if you with the body like Artie Lang, though. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but anyway, Scotty's like, hey, no, take your disgusting fingers and everything I, off my beach. <laughs> I didn't realize they interacted, but they they interacted. The yeah, because okay. one of them like goes and slaps a lady on the ass, and he's like, whoa, hold on there, buddy. This oh. is this is our beach. You get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah. The moral compass that is Scotty. Scotty actually does become the moral compass of this movie, if you can believe it or not. Yeah, but he, it's, he just gets a, such a terrible introduction because he's just gross. But uh, oh, he's also uh, in the process of trying. Well, the, his landlord is trying to evict him, as, yes. as he probably should. If he you, he hasn't paid his rent in well, several months. Also, you know, if he put a deposit down, I think he owes that and then some. I believe that is true. But Scotty doesn't care because he'll just sleep on the beach. He also doesn't know. <laughs> I made that joke yeah. sixteen times okay. during this movie. <laughs> um. So, okay, so the the really gross dudes leave, and then a trio of other old dudes show up, and we realize that these the are going to be dudes. yeah the the main characters of this film, uh, who are basically a, a group of divorced dudes who've decided to rent a house in Venice and chase ladies. Mm-hmm. Now they're all described as being like late thirties, early forties, which no. Which creeped me out because well, I'm late 30s, early 40s, and these dudes felt grotesquely old to me um, and shouldn't be anywhere near women, let alone. <laughs> sure. Well, to, to sum them up, there's uh, J.K. Simmons with hair. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> there is. <laughs> um, beardy bald dude. I beardy don't know. bald dude. A cowboy bald guy. Southern yeah. country singer man. And then... The fat one. I don't know. He's the com- I, I don't know. He's supposed to be a balding group. flounder, basically. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's a uh, uh, what is his name? Uh, he's John Belushi from Animal House growing yeah, up, basically. Sure. You know. But yeah. He's... With a little more words. <laughs> <laughs> he's the fat, gross guy who's going to eat a lot. Right. In every scene, just I'll be having a turkey leg in this in my hand. Right. Um, Southern singer, by the way, mm-hmm. born right here. In this studio. Oh, in, in, oh okay. <laughs> here in town. So he's going to burn the place to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> local, local born. Oh, great. Great actor who was in three movies. Wonderful. Yeah. So they're here to uh, meet the ladies. Uh, yeah. That, that's, yeah. Why, that's why they claim to be here. Well, meet implies like, hey, how you doing? I'm going to speak to you like a human and with my words and tell you the truth. Yeah, no, none of that. It's... Yeah. it's uh, I think meet with an A yeah. is what you refer yes, he, to. He wants to, they want to meet. Yes. Because <laughs> um, basically it's like, hey, we got a great house. We've got sweet cars. Come bone us. <laughs> Doesn't work. Um, so they see uh, Scotty comes by. Well, before, like, uh, so if I'm going to start making notes about why this movie skis me the fuck out. Sure. Beyond by belief. All means. Um, I think before Scotty shows up, they have attempted a round of picking up ladies. Yes, they they went out. Um, and I think that's where they like... No, they didn't see Scotty. He just kind of showed up. Scotty shows up at their yeah. door. Like, um, hey, but, guys, saw but you move in. <laughs> after their failed uh, first round attempt of, of 
you know, how to pick up trashy women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm from Better Off Dead. Uh, no, right. <laughs> uh, they intentionally say we need to make a pact. No jailbait. Yes. That's honorable. No, <laughs> it's not. It's no, <laughs> because apparently one of them was hitting on a lady who was 15. Yeah, uh, it didn't work out. No, but I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. Th- that these words had to be said is a problem. <laughs> I, at least they came to an agreement to act like humans. Uh, I'm not giving them a lot of credit. Just just a skosh, just a tiny bit. No, no, no. Okay. No credits. But Scotty shows up because he sees an opportunity. Well, he's basically been kicked out at yeah. this point. Like he, like I, I believe. Well, he had the eviction notice pinned to the door, right? And met the landlord. He said, "You're out of here, scumbag." Yeah. And he's been kind of wandering around, going, "What do I do? Where mm-hmm. will I go? I'll never go hungry again." Yeah. Um, but he shows up basically like, "Hey, ladies, like nice cars." Yeah, he's like, "Hey, I saw your sweet ride out there. Uh, would you, you know, like me to detail? Yeah. And like, ladies like nice cars. And, and they're like, they don't even know what that means. They're, they're like, whatever. Like, what the fuck is detail? Yeah, mean? well, ladies like it." So. <laughs> Um, so basically he, he borrows the car Yes, he does. Uh, because a couple of ladies start talking and, um, they see him drive back up and, and they're not really so incensed that they took his car. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, how are you doing? You know, like teach us Miyagi son. Yes. How did you load that car up with ladies? Yeah. And it's like, well, it's a combination of the car and yeah, you gotta, he's like, you gotta do these things. You gotta dialogue yeah. and whatever, uh, BBD, B, 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 bigger, better deal. BBD. Yeah. 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 You gotta, you gotta, and they're like, teach us. <laughs> Right. You, we'll let hey. you live here. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. I got to think on it. And he goes home and his house has now been boarded, boarded up. Boarded up. Yeah. Um, and not and, not just boarded up, but they, <laughs> like they put a Rottweiler. You never gonna, see it. But no, it's but just, he's going to climb it through the window. It's just obviously the landlord to put a dog in there. So. I, I do. I, I do like the fact that the landlord comes out from us. You know, he li- it's like one of those lo- landlords lives yeah. upstairs from it. And he comes out. He's just like, rawr, rawr, rawr. <laughs> like <"Good job."> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dipshit yeah <laughs> so you know he's now like so he spends the night like at the lifeguard station mm-hmm. homeless style yeah um and he comes back and he's just like great news guys <laughs> well, he was trying to negotiate him like they're they're gonna they're gonna let him live in the sweet pad yeah and pay him 500 dollars a week mm-hmm. spending money in 1983 which is probably when this was filmed yeah fucking hell yeah like that's that's a fucking fortune especially back then because i think his back rent was like 600 bucks or sure something, which was like three months rent on a beach right it's like you're gonna make that in one month living with these guys yeah so so yeah but he's like trying to go to 750 a month they're like nah yeah and so he comes back the next day he's like all right 600 and deal and they're yeah. like sure yeah yeah great. fuck yeah let's do this so and yeah in one week he could have like paid his back rent and moved mm-hmm. back into his shithole but anyway so he moves in and I believe we no, we don't really get like a full tour of the place yet. I think not really, not yet. No, because he immediately he's just like, all right, first thing we got to do, yeah, let's go practice. And well, no, first thing you got to do, we got to get your oh, get your clothes. That's straight. right. Yeah, they have to go have a fashion slash uh, makeover montage. Yeah, so they go get haircuts and <sighs> outfits. <laughs> the only thing I remember about this is there's, I think it was during the montage, or I don't know if it was when he actually started trying to pick up ladies, but there is a like a leap into frame by J.K. Simmons with hair (laughs) in this like (laughs) urban cowboy outfit bullshit thing. Like that that was like the only thing that was like a note of like, (laughs) like literally like leaping completely from like above the frame into scene in this outfit. Yeah. Just like, check this "Ah." out. (laughs) They're like, yeah, which is funny because it's like the outfit he started off in and then he tried all these other ones and like, and then jumped back to him and was like, nah, this is one, right? Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, yeah, they have fashion montage. Right. I, I love that. Like, 
you know, they go to a hair salon and there's an obviously homosexual, mm-hmm. you know, guy, stereotypical guy there. And like Texas dude, beardy guy is like, no, man, I ain't having my hair cut here. Yeah. And then like he goes and gives up and has his hair cut. And it's like, did they do anything? I, no, it didn't like, look like they did anything. Like, like your hair and beard are the same. Yeah, dude. pretty much. <laughs> Nothing changed. Yeah, I was like, wow, makeover. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> Man, you're ready for the prowl now. <laughs> the thing is, is that that guy never changes out of any of his full on cowboy bullshit. Mm-mm. So I, you know, and the fat guy is always just going to be a disgusting fat guy. So th- there was no help there. They really are only helping the the main dude who. It, he's just written badly like in any other movie he would be like the king stud of the beach for whatever reason it's just this movie he's a complete idiot because he's thinking like football outfits and stuff would be which guy scotty yeah or, no the oh, the oh, jk seven yeah okay because like later when they're having a party he's deciding what to wear and he's just putting on like cop uniforms and like literally costumes yeah he, he does like half the village people I yeah think. it's it's idiotic but Whatever. So, I mean, like, my, my first glance at that guy was, this guy is, like, the main character in any other movie, mm-hmm. being the awesome dude, but apparently in this movie, he's just a clueless yeah, idiot. Yeah, he could have been the Mark Harmon in summer school. Sure. But, uh, yeah, and then eventually we get a tour of the house because uh, Scotty's girlfriend's sister is the realtor. Right. So. Yeah, so she's actually, like, kind of giving the tour, like, hey, let's go check out. Because, you know, it was sold as, hey, there's, I think, four bedrooms. Like, one of them has a water bed or something mm-hmm. like that. And I guess... Part of his deal is he claimed the water bedroom. Yes, he did. Um, because we get it. That's the main thing is like they she takes him on a tour of like, obviously, let's go to the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Like they, they have a jacuzzi and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, you know, this it's a grown up car bed to begin with. Yes, it it's is. Um, basically like a 57 Cadillac mm-hmm. uh, bed. The dashboard is the headboard. Right. And it has all the controls for various like close the shades, turn down the lights, turn on the sexy music. And then she's like, and then the piece de la resistance. (laughs) I think she honks the horn and the taillights turn on. Well, part of it was like, let's turn on a disco ball. Mm -hmm. And and, um, but yeah, then smoke comes out the the tailpipes of the bed and lasers start up and... It and then and the soundtrack begins to include your typical pew pew. Yes, laser it does music. include the pew pew sounds. <laughs> and so yeah, it's like late. I, I, my my note was literally just laser bed. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's an amazing. Oh, oh bed. it also has a uh, wave pool for the water. Right, bed. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I can just imagine there are just two crew members off right off camera just slamming the bed to make right. that happen. Um, man, water beds were so dumb. <laughs> I don't know. They're pretty comfy, but if you have sure. a good one, but I mean, but back when they were just like inner tubes and just like sure. you could just hit one roll and just fly right off sure. of those things. But yeah, the bed- full wave water bed yes. is what you're referring okay. to. Yes, yes, it is. Um, the bed's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So that's a plus. There, there's a laser movie. bed. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the pew pew uh, sounds really. Sold. Yeah, that, that's what really <laughs> sold it. I mean, because otherwise it was kind of just shitty laser pointers. Oh. Right. Yeah, but they were '80s laser pointers, which were new and fresh at the time. Sure. So. Yeah. Yeah, so um, they, ah, it's just... Like, he takes them out, like, you know, like, it's a training montage of... Right. Here's how you actually talk to women. No, here's how you lie to women. Well, here's how... (laughs) Lie to them in the ways that aren't grotesque. Like, like, we're going to have a party. Maybe there will be agents there. No, no, there will be. Like, (laughs) okay, so one of the main schemes that uh, Scotty first introduces them to is he's watching a very tall... uh, you know, pretty blonde roller skating mm-hmm. down the down the pier. Yep. And so he trips and falls um, just as she's going by so that she turns around and he's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I was just busy watching this beautiful girl. Oh, hey. Oh, it's, it's oh you. that's you. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> like I'm awkward now. And then she was in fraternity vacation. Okay. And you know, and then it's okay. like, you know, like you're, you're, you're pretty. Like, are you a model? And she's like, no, but I want to be. And he's like, Oh, well, I'm having a party and there's probably going to be modeling agents here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. I think there was, I have friends and they're going to be here. Eh. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's lying to women. It's gross. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so like they basically just start going around and it becomes a montage of recruiting for this party. Like in strange ways. Like I'm going to pin a note to this bikini in a in a shop and mm-hmm. when the lady goes and tries it on, she'll see it. Right. It's just Or it, my favorite was uh hide in this I mean like really small garbage can. <laughs> yes. And just like that someone goes to th- like I don't even know like there is no way they would have known <laughs> what they look like right. it could have been guys <laughs> but like whoever lady, comes to throw something away ladies two ladies come to throw something away and like arm just comes out with no party yep seven <laughs> o'clock saturday or whatever it is and ladies in are 80s like, movies oh, are like party sweet yeah. we will be there because like the fat guy at one point there are a bunch of ladies sitting around eating pizza and he jumps on the table like i'm a fat guy i like pizza and they're like ew so he comes back with a pizza that has party written on it and they're like oh that's great mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll be there yeah pepperoni party <laughs> so- Actually, I think it was sausage. It yeah, was a sausage. It was party. a sausage. Party. It was sausage party. Yeah. yeah, but they they do it, man. They they stock this party with ladies, mm-hmm. and they have themselves a party. Yeah, they have to go recruit a band too, though. Yes, because the band that they were going to have, I don't, I forget yeah, they, whatever they, dumb they, shit happened. They but, were going to go. They had to play a bar mitzvah. Last, oh, last okay. Yeah. So Scotty was like, "Wait a second. and then he wanders into this all girl band, uh, Vixen. By the way, I don't know what their name is in the movie, but the, uh, they were originally Diaper Rash. Diaper Rash, that's right. And then they became Hard Bodies. But right, yes. Yeah, I, I didn't take notes, but I remember this dumb shit. Diaper, yes. <laughs> so he just pops in and is like, "Hey, ladies, uh, you want to you want a gig?" Well, he he butters him up first, like you know, who's your agent? What label are you on? He's like, like, "Well, oh. I just happen to be a record producer." Yeah. Lie, lie, lie. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're having a party right now. Would you like to come have a gig? And yeah. Like, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. He he has to stop them singing their hit song "Computer Madness," mm-hmm. which is just how that didn't chart. I don't know because "Computer Madness." is a great, great song for the 80s. <laughs> it's an all-girl band singing a song what? called Computer Madness. It's a good title. It is not a good song. Because like they're playing, I'm like, this is who you're going to get. I they're kind of shitty. But when they show up at the party, it's like, oh, they're an actual band. Yeah, they're pretty like, good. Like when they were just jam sessioning or, yeah. or you know, Computer Madness and working out that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and it's almost like from there on, this movie comes, becomes wall-to-wall soundtrack. Like it's just constant yeah. songs and, yeah. and hijinks and... And such, but I mean, you know, the the party is like the the roller skater girl gets upset that there are no agents there, mm-hmm. and then the fat guy's like, "Well, I'm a friend of an agent, so I, he told me to take your picture. Mm-hmm. Come upstairs with me." And she's like, "I'm not taking my top off." And he's like, "That's fine. I'll just take your picture." And then, like, the most fucking penthouse forum thing I've ever seen in my life was just women wandering by, like, "Ooh, what are you doing? Taking pictures? I want to take pictures." Well, they're all like, "Oh, I want to be a model too." Yeah. And then they all just start taking their tops off, <laughs> except for Roller Skate Girl, right? Yeah. It's just like she. Well, I mean, you know, props to her. She didn't give in to peer pressure. Yes. Um, Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone else was like, "Oh yeah, there Fuck was it. there was like twelve women in the bed plus her with it. Like she's the only one closed by the end." Yeah. And like Scotty wanders in, is like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." And then Scotty's girlfriend wanders in, is like, "You fucking pig! How dare you look at this?" And he's mm-hmm. just like, "What?" <laughs> I, I, there is one thing in there, uh, just to back up when they're when they're montaging, learning how to pick up women. Mm-hmm. Uh, beardy guy goes after one lady. I think might have actually been at the party. No, no, because he he actually has success at the party. I think it was before when he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah, 
And the the line that she gives him is like, you know, how much? And he's like, what? I don't pay for sex. And, and she goes, well, I don't fuck fossils for free. Mm-hmm. Just mark, marking that down for later. It's it's important. It's important later. It is important. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, he has success at the party because he yes. meets like, he basically meets like the Sarah Jessica Parker from L.A. Story type. Yes, but is 100% honest with her and it works. Yes, Absolutely. Like, Beardy Guy becomes the hero of this movie. I fuck, fuck everybody else. You're right, because he's he's just like, here's my story. Yeah, and she's like, like I'm, in, I'm in manure. I do fertilizer. Yeah. She's like, oh, well, my parents warned me about horse shit. I don't know how to deal with it. cow shit. Yeah. He's like, ha, ha, ha. You want to have sex? She's like, yes, I do. Actually, she's she's like, I'll be upstairs. And yeah. he's, like, he's like, what? And he's, she's like, yeah, well, you know. Yeah, she immediately flips the script on this, because yeah. she's just like, you know, I like dudes, so, and mm-hmm. you seem pretty cool. Let's do this. And he's just like, what the hell's happening? <laughs> and then it just becomes a nonstop, like, we have to work out and have sex well all yeah the because time. yeah he's like you know been drinking and partying and yeah. she wakes up the next morning at six o'clock and is like let's go for a run and he's yeah. like uh i'm more like neil and puke right now <laughs> <laughs> she's like oh silly let's go but yeah. yeah um and they're pretty much together the rest of the movie yeah i think is it it's still this party like after the photography session is done mm-hmm. is this still the same party where it becomes what's his face like is like let's get naked and or is that a later party? I think that's, that's a later. later. There's there's several parties. There's a dumb side <laughs> plot where for no goddamn reason whatsoever, fat guy is like sitting in a room with a sign outside. It's like because you know, in movie terms, it's like oh, the the fat guy has an enormous you know giant dick, yeah. you know, and so like ladies are lining up to guess the size of oh right, no, that's dick. that's okay. much towards the end because they pick up the girl from the right. the hot dog stand. Oh okay, that's right. Yeah yeah. <laughs> um. But, like, this is the kind of, like, at one point, the Scotty's girlfriend and his sister are just hanging out in their room, and they both just take their shirts off and are just looking at themselves in a mirror. And I, I just made a note, like, this is the kind of movie that women will just stand around topless and ask themselves, why do guys like boobs so much? Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, it's just like, because <laughs> they don't have an answer either. <laughs> no, they're like, well, I think they're, they settle on because they don't have them. Yes, which is accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they would be kind of boring if we all had them. Sure. So, yeah. Uh, let's see what the hell else happens in this movie. Uh, well, they they do they go on a uh, let's rent a limo and go do dumb shit. Yeah, they um, go to some fancy thing because like it, the band, like the band at the party, has kind of maybe got a hint that Scotty isn't an agent. Mm-hmm. But then like an agent pops up out of nowhere. It's like, hey, well, let, let's sign your band. <laughs> yeah, but he's like the oh, like the grossest, greasiest. Like <laughs> I don't think he's actually an agent at all. Kind of guy. Like he's, he's like wearing. Gold LeMay Richard Simmons outfit and and banana hammocks. I mean, <laughs> yes. like all the time, no matter where he is. He's just like, hey, this is great. Let's yeah. do this. Like half shirts and banana hammocks, yeah. is like, which actually would have been a pretty good name for that band if <laughs> right. if they didn't want to settle on diaper rash. Yeah, because Scotty's like, they're called diaper rash. And he's like, dear God, no, that's the worst name ever. <laughs> just I'm puking mean, in my dreams right now. Terrible. To be fair, that is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's like, hey, I, bring them by and maybe I'll sign them because I don't know. He showed up at the party, too. And. His thing is like I manage a bodybuilder show, yeah. But I also want this band, so right. and so that's where they come up with the name. He's like, well, why don't we call them Hard Bodies? Hard like, bodies. What's a Hard Bodies? Like, ah, you know, women <laughs> at the beach that we, you know, skeeve on all the time. I, I love that everyone in this movie has to explain what Hard Bodies are, and sure. then like throughout time that phrase didn't stick. Like people just don't say, hey, let's go down to the beach and look at the Hard Bodies. Like, it, oh, it, it, I think it had about a, a three-year lifespan. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I besides these movies, I'm just saying like I'm pretty sure that was a phrase for a hot second. Okay. Um but, but yeah. man, they they this they get to a like show mm-hmm. where it's just like weightlifters and 
Dancing Girls and the band. band. Yeah. And it just, it amazed me how many times I wrote down that this movie is 80s as fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, this is like, when you think of 80s, it's this movie. Like, everyone's wearing, like, leotards and, you know, constant aerobics and Uh 80s music and just no consequences to anything. It's just across the board. Like, when you just think, what's the most stereotypical 80s thing I can think of? It's this movie. Like, this movie in a time capsule. It's not my 80s, but yes. I mean, Purple Rain is my 80s. Okay, well, fine. There were many 80s. Okay. <laughs> this one is mine. <laughs> <laughs> there are many like. <laughs> um, yeah, but the, the, okay, so some hijinks ensue because uh, the uh, scummy guys, the dirtbag van shows up again. Yeah. And I don't remember what the initial conflict is other than like, I think they just start to disrupt. Oh, they walk up with a boom box and Scotty goes over and punches the boom box. He punches it to death. Yeah. <laughs> and because they're just playing this boom box like while the band and everything is yeah. happening. He's like, they're hey, turn, turn that shit off. And yeah. he punches the boom box to death. He's like, how dare you? <laughs> then they, they, they run out and like, I didn't even know this was a thing to be fair. One of the things like I was like, yeah. how did I miss this? And yeah. that was awesome. Why don't we have those anymore? Yep. Um, it Like they have a chase in the water and Scotty escapes on what is essentially a jet ski, but if a jet ski was just a surfboard, mm-hmm. so you have this uh, cord kind of that controls it, um, but there's no handles or anything. You're just standing there like a surfboard, and yeah. then they chase out on regular jet skis that they're just on their knees because they're probably not very good at actually jet skiing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, there are stunts here. Like they're going in and out of these of the. There's two piers like side by side, yep. and they're going between the pillars. Which, like, man, I can't even imagine. Like today, they'd be like, "Fuck no, you can't do that." Yeah, no, like <laughs> that's like really dangerous. Yeah, no. Uh, but Back like, then, they didn't care. Yeah, I mean, they're like doing donuts between the two piers, and I don't know. It's just like, and then his he runs out of gas. Like he basically tie fighters them. You know, like it's like a tie fighter <laughs> chase where he, he basically makes them crash. Yeah, uh, through the asteroid field, and then he runs out of gas at this buoy, and he's just hanging out with like the yeah. the, the lion seals. Well. I, you know, the, the main, like, gross dude of this group is Kane Hodder, who is big-time stuntman and played Jason oh, really? a bunch of times. Oh, yeah, okay. so I didn't, I didn't catch that. I, you know, he was probably like, yeah, I can do some stunts. Mm. <laughs> Let's do this. So, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, a bunch of that happens, and then there's, like, a scene where they're all just kind of paired up outside somewhere, like, just on the rocks. Well, like, girlfriend gets a little mad because he, you know, disappeared for so long you know scotty yeah yeah so like she just constantly like he's living he's being an asshole he's living with these asshole people who are doing asshole things and then she's getting periodically upset and then it's like oh i guess i forgive you yeah when like nine times out of ten you know look the dudes in this are being very terrible right but she becomes extremely unreasonable because like rather than just say what the hell she just storms off and he has no idea she just gets starts giving the cold shoulder yeah um because i don't know let's skip around like they they do their they take this limo and they go party around. They do. They go to <laughs> a, a hot party. dog place. Uh, like it was something. It was something gross. Like, <laughs> it was like huge weenie. I think was was, sure, it was whatever. A giant weenie. It was. It was a nicely themed hot dog stand. Sure. They had but a the, big like neon sign. But you know they're picking up like all these things and then like the, the girl checking them out is like you know anything else and they're like well what's your name Dee Dee or something like yeah. that we'll take one hot Dee Dee to go yeah. and she's like oh I okay I, fine. I can't leave my job and he's like come on he's like. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, so she quits her job, apparently, right. and goes with them, and they have a night out on the beach. Now, I don't want to completely skip this, because they've all kind of split off and are doing their own thing, mm-hmm. but Hunter, the main uh, J.K. Simmons, Simmons with hair guy, yeah. um, there is one lady that 
is in now in their sort of in their entourage named Candy. Mm-hmm. And her thing is like, I'm going to say all this really sexy shit and then like not ever actually want to have sex. Right. Um, so for whatever reason, he knows this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It takes her down to the beach and she's saying all the things and he's like, all right, let's do it. And she's like, no. Yeah. And so he gets, he gets pretty fucking rapey. Yes, he does. He gets, he gets super rapey. He gets super rapey and, and, and Scotty steps in and stops it. And then she, he's like, Candy, you got to stop saying all this shit if you're not going to follow through because other thing, you know, things like this are going to happen. Yeah, he has a legit heart to heart with her. It's like, right. you know, and she she breaks down and is like, I just want attention. Daddy never loved me. Whatever, you know, like and it starts yes. crying on his shoulder. Yeah. And of course, that's when girlfriend like looks down the cliff. Or I'm sorry, actually, Hunter being further of a dickhead after uh-huh. just trying to rape this girl, yep. um, goes and specifically says to his girlfriend, Oh yeah, you know, whatever. I know he just finished with you, but he's down there like trying to mac on Candy now. Mm-hmm. So that she goes to the top of the cliff, looks down and sees her crying on his shoulder and is like, "Oh, well, fuck him." Mm-hmm. So th- he creates this rift between them. Yes. Um which eventually like blows up in their face, you know, where he's like, you know, he gets kicked out. I I want to back up because I think it was this beach scene where Hunter is sitting now sitting like he's producing a guitar. He's never shown any musical inclination throughout the movie, but no, it's not Hunter. It's the, the not Hunter, the uh, beardy, beardy dude. Yeah. Yes. Ashby. Yes. Ashby. I'll stop calling a beardy dude. <laughs> but Ashby has produced a guitar and started playing this country song while, you know, the sun is coming up on this mm-hmm. magical limo evening that they've had. And he's now singing a country ballad about <laughs> I don't fuck fossils for free. Yep. And it's pretty good. It's pretty much the best part of the movie. <laughs> if you ask me. I mean, I'm just going to. I have two notes. I won't reveal, the, or I have three notes. Mm-hmm. I won't reveal the last one yet, but my, my notes are Laser Bed, Beardy Guy Song, and then the last one, which I will say <laughs> at the end. Laser Bed, Beardy yeah. Guy Song. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, so like, there's now this rift because, I mean, Hunter is like taking the asshole thing up a notch. Yes. Um, and now... Well, he's he's gone full heel. Like, he's, yes, he he's gone into heel mode, and I'm like, oh, how are they going to resolve this? Yeah. I'll explain how they resolve it shortly. <laughs> right. But like he's he's creating this rift. Like he's made the girlfriend. He's actually not only like turned the girlfriend against Scotty. He's mm-hmm. actually like now trying to mac on her. Yes. And um, he's also told Scotty like, how dare you try to yeah. stop me from raping Candy? Get out of my house. Basically. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, uh, the other guy, Ashby, basically is like, whoa, Hunter, d- you're being a dick. Stop this. Pretty much. And, the, and also because he's like he's on the he's on his 80s as fuck cell phone calling uh, <laughs> right. all his business partners to come hang out at their bachelor pad. And, yeah. like, they're gross, but their business partners are, like... Super gross. Like <laughs> They're okay. all 60. And- <laughs> so, so, you know, in uh, Goodfellas, the, the rug salesman guy, like, Maury, I think his yes, name Maury. is? Um, <laughs> like, they're all Maury. <laughs> like, it's like 40 Maury's all come to visit. Yes. And are oh, you I know, know like, this one? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forties. I, I thought it's called it's forty more. Oh no, you, you got to stay careful of the forties. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's forty Feldman and forty Haim. <laughs> um, but. <sighs> Yeah, so like they're they're now having another party now with all the forty Mortys Morys are around. Morty <laughs> was he Morty or Mori? Mori. 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 Like Povich. Okay. Yeah. Um so like it's just gross now and like Scotty is now you know, actually trying to sabotage the party because it's like I've got to get my girlfriend and all these other women out of here because like this is This is this, really bad. This is bad and, yeah. and skeezy and, and to be fair, like fat guy has also decided he's he's partnering up with Hunter. He's just like fuck everything. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be the grossest people ever. Right. Uh Ashby's just decided, screw this. I mean I've got my hot girlfriend and yeah because he's actually like now hanging out with scotty yeah. like trying to you know yeah he's like let's show him he right. <laughs> yeah because he's got his girlfriend who's like half his age and runs everywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> like he can't keep up basically yeah um, 
so they're they're just having this this party where you know they've invited all the women and all the gross mories right and uh the gross mories are just being constantly gross and finally the women in this movie are just like no mm-hmm. do not touch me just stop this well this is also <laughs> where i was saying like they, they have done the uh guest rounders dick size thing and for like literally no logical reason whatsoever like nope like <laughs> as we've said these dudes are like probably about 40 i'm gonna go with 40 yeah um like his 60 year old mother shows up to this party and is like, where's my son? And goes upstairs, of course, to find him on this, like, you know, Sultan style throne of pillows with his dick hanging out and drags him out by the ear. Like, you know, no, son, I'm mine. Yeah. And I think he's done from the movie from the Like, he's gone. Like, she took him away. Right. This What I was going to say about the, the heel turn of these two characters is that once they turn heel, that's it. Right. There's no resolu- There's no coming around for them. There's no end to them. Right, like, but I'm saying, like, I think that's like Rounder's gone for the rest of the movie. Yeah, that's it. Like his mother gets, drag, comes and drags him away. It's he like, gets yeah, dis- being terrible. He gets discovered by his mom, right. and then that's it. You never see him again. And then, like, Hunter basically gets chucked into a hot tub. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's also the end of him. Right. It, it's it's like, well, because what happened, like, he, he's had this kind of rapey stunt throughout the entire movie, which is basically spill wine on a lady, mm-hmm. say... Uh, you know, a little club soda will get that out. Yeah. Uh, well, if we soak this right uh, now, it won't stain. Yeah. Come up to my room. You could put this in my bathroom that's adorned with ferns and things. And so um, that's always the thing. So uh, Scotty has gotten a bunch of ladies to come together and constantly spill wine on him. And then he's like, oh, what's happening here? Yeah. Uh, they take him up to the bathroom to strip him out of his dumb white jumpsuit that he's in now covered with wine. Le- leisure suit specifically. Yeah. Yes. And then they just start slathering him up with honey. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, this is interesting. This is pretty dope. And then they just they just dump feathers on him. Mm-hmm. And then it just leads to a quick chase to where he goes over a balcony and lands in the hot tub. Mm-hmm. And the main Maury also goes in the hot tub with him. I, I love it when a plan combs together. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they, they basically tar and feather him with honey yeah. and feathers. Yes. yes. And then that for those two guys, that's it. Yeah. Like th- two guys who were kind of built to be, eh might be okay dudes by the end of this movie no they turn hard and they don't come back from it Mm-mm. uh i mean at least so Round- much so that they don't appear in the second one. right well i mean like <laughs> i think rounders come up and so so to speak is the funniest just because like from out of nowhere right. like yes. mom from out of nowhere, <laughs> out dra- of nowhere. <laughs> dragging him away by the ear right. is like he's yeah, done it's the end of you but then like yeah because like i don't know oh his other his other part of his skeevy plan is hunter is uh, talking to Head Mori mm-hmm. that he's going to create this as a reality show. Yes, uh, hunting with Hunter. Uh, yes, um, hunting he, for ladies for, with Hunter. You know, he just needs you know some money to keep the the house up and everything. Yeah, he just pitches all the all the things that Scotty told him. Right, he's like, I'll do all these things, and we only need like five hundred thousand dollars to shoot a pilot. I'm like, good lord, that would be right. shot with ten thousand dollars on an iPhone yeah. right now. Basically, this is like, I I, I liken this to. This is kind of like a, a hidden version of Karate Kid 4 or 5, where like you have Martin Cove was a shithead, yes. and Johnny was kind of a shithead, who yeah. came around by the end. But yes, he did. I'm saying, like, if sometime later, Johnny had gone full evil, like, he'd taken the evil that he'd learned, because, like, what I'm, what I'm getting at is, like, they learned all this from Scotty, mm-hmm. and then, like, they turned it and, and made it even more skeevy mm-hmm. by the end. So, like, this is like Karate Kid 4 or 5, where now Johnny is just the biggest shit heel, like... Now I'm the master, and I'm right. going. To, I'm going to show you how to do all these terrible things and right. how to yeah. break people's legs and shit. Yeah. So 
And Johnny probably killed Martin Cove also. <laughs> right, also, tower. yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, the Highlander style. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so like, th- th- that's that's basically what the comeuppance is. It's like, Maury gets his hair caught on fire and knocked mm-hmm. into a hot tub by, you know, tarred and feathered yep. Hunter. And, there, and he just looks at him like, ooh, you, you're yeah. not getting a dime. And where where you know, that's over. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's practically the end of the movie. I mean, he reconciles with his girlfriend because it's like, yeah, I, I wasn't macking on candy. I was con- consoling her after, you know, this guy tried to rape her. Yeah. You know. And she's like, oh, okay. Oh, well, okay, let's have yeah. sex on the laser bed. Right. Yeah, and like, then, bam, credits. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so. How do you top laser bed no, you, sex? You know, you, you don't. But you do you not. Know. You absolutely do not. Um, okay, so that, that's basically the end of Hard Bodies. Yeah, um, my, my last note was, well, like I said, as I said, there are three notes. Uh-huh. Laser bed, beardy yes. guy song. The last note was, everything else is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. just, just to give you a, a little sneak preview on my rating. <laughs> Fine. That's fair. Um, I, this movie for me, like, if I, for some reason, I never knew this movie existed when I was a teenager. Had I known it existed when I was a teenager, I would have worn this tape the fuck out. Like, this... The one main thing this movie has going for it is that the the and I, I don't want to sound I trust me, I don't want to sound gross when I say this, mm-hmm. but it, it's more of an admiration kind of thing than a pervy thing. The amount of quality nudity that this movie has in it, like usually movies like this have one like perfect girl in it, and then everyone else is just like, Well, we got her to take her top off, so it technically counts as nudity. Mm-hmm. It's nonstop just like Oh my God! All these women have amazing bodies. It's fucking incredible. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Venice Beach in the eighties. I mean, I'm pretty. I know. I'm pretty sure they actually the production rented this fucking house and maybe one or two probably. more, <laughs> and they were probably just like having fucking skeevy casting couch sessions of like, probably hey, true. ladies, yeah. would you like to be in a movie? All you got to do is show your tits for a couple seconds. Yeah. <sighs> yes. I those Maury's actually probably were the producers. <laughs> I don't doubt that. Yeah. I don't at all. But it, just from just a quality eighties nudity standpoint, this movie has. Just just boatloads of it. And I find that rather charming for it. I know there's a layer of grossness to it, but, but by the end, the two characters who were, even when they were supposed to be decent guys, were still pretty gross, have turned full heel and they're not in any way redeemed whatsoever. Mm-hmm. The uh, Ash, Ashby, the cowboy guy, kind of was never a piece of shit and stayed true to that throughout it. And when recognizing that his two friends are pieces of shit was just like, forget you guys. I don't want anything to do with you anymore. Besides the the young one he couldn't keep up with, he did meet another lady, which is only notable in so much that he's going to show up in the sequel yeah. with her. Yeah. <laughs> so um, just she was of... she was the she was the sister, the real estate agent. Oh, is that what it was? Because she keeps popping up like how you enjoying the house. OK, and... see, I, I, I saw her talking to him and I was like, why aren't you with her? She's much closer to your I age. I kept thinking like that was going to be the thing of like, OK, this lady is age appropriate for him and probably more, yeah. more sensible. <laughs> right. But that just never came because the movie just like immediately just like, nope. Yeah, and we're done with those guys. <laughs> get out. Yeah. I thought for what it is, the movie is slight. But I I found it minorly enjoyable. Uh, I'm giving it two jocks because it's just it's basically wall to wall nudity, antics and 80s music. And I kind of want that. I kind of do. Okay. it it doesn't it it doesn't embrace its terrible factors, its terrible qualities as much. It does have Scotty kind of come around and say, look, you know, maybe don't talk to guys like this and, and constantly get yourself in these terrible situations. The um, uh, Scotty's sidekick guy. Where do I know him from? He was like the only person in the entire movie. I was like, I know you from other movies. <sighs> he was in the Burbs. I remember that. Um, he was also what was his name? Courtney Gaines. Courtney Gaines. He's he was around that time. Like oh, never, okay. 
exact same time period. Now I know exactly why I know him. The first Children of the Corn. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he was one of the yeah he was corn people. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like you know, very distinct looking ginger kid. Yeah. Like I was like constantly like, why are you not bursting into flames when you're while you're on this beach? <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> yeah. I you know I I liked it so okay. two jocks from me. Yeah, I mean, about the only thing I can say good about this movie is it's not part two, which we're about to talk about <laughs> um, when all's said and done. Uh, I love it when you do this. <laughs> I like I'm, I, 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 I'm like watching this movie. I was like, this is a five bags movie. Mm-hmm. But then I saw part two and I was like, maybe one wasn't so bad because, <laughs> you know, that direct like I watched one right after the other. Uh-huh. So, so did I. like. I was like, okay, but you know, now I have immediate perspective. So, I I think in hindsight, I'm going to give it three bags. Okay, because, because that's how much part two. That's how much worse part two is, and we're about to talk about it. So, All right. Like I I, I, I yeah, my original tweet came from the first one. If if you if you're following me mm-hmm. uh, at Harless thirty seven on Twitter, um, I I just said like I, I found a new level of skis or skeev skeeviness or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's all the same thing. Um, in a movie, I didn't think possible. Um. The second one's not quite as skeevy, no, but it's, it's but it's it's fucked, and let's talk about it. So <laughs> let's just get right right into two. Yeah. Um. So I had three notes for the first one. I think I what did I say twelve or thirteen for the next one. Yeah. Um. It's, yeah. it's up there. Yeah. Because it didn't take me long. Like right off the bat, my first note was, "Well, one sure seems a lot better." <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Because this movie opens, and man, like right off the bat immediately tries to lose you because I've tried to even think of like how to put it into words. Like the basic plot of the movie is there's a movie within a movie. Yes. Um, they are making a movie, but periodically with no warning and no, like the camera style doesn't change. It doesn't like suddenly become more widescreen. There's like nothing a good filmmaker would do to let you know you're watching the movie within the movie. Nope. Um, so it will just periodically switch. And the first, 10 to 20 minutes switches a lot and to the point that it's like what the fuck is happening <laughs> because it the, the movie opens and it's people on a plane going we, we find out later they're going to Greece to shoot a movie yes but you're also kind of like partially watching the actors go and partially watching the characters go because the, they're both like the same things are happening like it's a group of people traveling to Greece well, but, the, but the actors become the characters, and then the characters become the actors. And problem number one is that the actors in the fake movie have the same names as their characters in the fake movie. Yes. So that's problem number one. Problem number two, on top of that, is that the two main actors are Scotty and Rags from the first movie, now played by different actors. Oh, I didn't realize they were supposed to be the same people. Same people. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Okay. So it's Scotty and his ginger friend now played by not ginger. Right. And uh, dude, is like a foot taller. Yes. And then at some point, like the inference is made that the first movie was also a fake movie. Like these two, their previous movie was the first hard bodies. Oh, my it's God. It's fucking insufferable. Yeah. To try and figure out what's happening here. So, I think I texted this to Chuck and, uh-huh. and also made the note. Yes. Um, like, this was 10, 20 minutes into the first movie, and I was like, well, I, I, I expanded on my on my note a little bit from what I said to Chuck. Mm-hmm. I, my first note was, did Deadpool write this movie after being stabbed in the head with the knife? Because it's like 16 <laughs> wall breaks. <laughs> yep. Because... Oh my god. Like, I mean, I, like this movie started, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And then, like, when I started to figure it out, I was like, 
That is a terrible way to introduce the beginning of a movie. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times in this movie I figured I was watching one thing, mm-hmm. and then they cut to the crew saying cut, and it's like, wait, that was the fake movie? What is happening? What? Well, it's, yeah. It's like they had two scripts, and they couldn't figure out which one to make, so they just jammed them together mm-hmm. and like gave you no indication whatsoever right. of what was what. So just to set the scene, apparently there was Scotty and Rags were are two... Uh, Main actors. A- main actors, but like they were also playing rivals. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know which one to break down first. Let me break down the 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 real the supposed real crew making the movie. Okay, so you've got them. You've got Scotty now has a fiance, mm-hmm. Morgan, um, who is just. I mean, the another worst. one of my well, another <laughs> one of my notes was, was I ain't saying she's a gold digger. No, wait, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> yep, she, that's what she is. Yeah, that's how she's written. She's she's, just, she's terrible. She's, she is terrible. Um, you have. I, I don't know that all these people were on the plane, but you have a director, mm-hmm. you have a producer guy who's like there the entire time. Yes. Uh, you have, I mean, I'm pretty sure she's supposed to be like a script girl, continuity person, mm-hmm. uh, PA. She's kind of like everything because this is a shitty little budget movie. Yep. Um, then you have like wardrobe slash special effects homosexual guy, like main crew member. Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> literally like one of the only crew members. Uh, and then you've got like, in nondescript foreign camera operator. <laughs> like, All he does a, is beat the camera right, because yeah. the camera keeps malfunctioning. Sure. Um, and then you've got some nebulous producer guys who are just like hanging around with cameras and taking pictures of all the naked ladies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, well, there's going to be more people introduced, but that's that's the basic people we're, we're introduced to at first. And I only say that because I want to, if you haven't seen the movie, it's not gonna, the note's not going to make any sense, but the whole time I'm watching this movie, the director lady... <laughs> <laughs> the only way I can describe I'm just going to say it and then I'll try to explain it the way she looked and kind of acted and like I had to like do a double take the first time I saw her and then I was like oh yeah that's definitely not her but like this movie's so bad my first note was baby baby no no worth <laughs> right <laughs> because she looks like Frazier's wife yeah she looks like baby new worth baby not, but not at all but no worth no um so they they they're going to Greece. That's where we find out they're they're going to shoot this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, now I will talk about the plot of the movie inside the movie. Oh, all right. Which is basically <laughs> Scotty is traveling to Greece. Yep. Uh, switches bags with rags. <laughs> now, it, now, see, actually, this is the further. Oh no, no, wait, no, it's, it's not, not right. rags. That's right. That's right. There's. I'm, I'm sorry. Rags didn't actually have a part in the movie. He was just tagging. He was just along. tagging along. Yeah. Right. He, he was. Well, he he is in the movie too because is he's he? part. They go. Oh, yeah, that's right. They, they, yeah, he is. They're going to study on a boat. Like, they, they, no, that's just it. They were not. That that okay. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So they he Shit. switches he switches bags <laughs> with this other guy. I think his name is Sean. Sean. Okay. And he's the, I'm sorry, he's the rival. He's because they're both like blonde surfer dudes, yeah. but this guy's like taller yes. and I, I guess more traditionally handsome, if you will. He's more yeah. rugged looking. Yes. Um, but like they switch bags and they don't realize it like until like he realizes he's got the wrong bag because they open it up in customs and like it's basically like he, he put all the contents of his refrigerator <laughs> into the bag because they open it up and it's like it's smoking. Yes. <laughs> like it's, yeah. It's like the bag started smoking all his weed. <laughs> Um, and it's weird that the Greece government throughout this entire movie is just like the 80s just say no crew. It's just like, man, they are on the hunt for drugs. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like bombs, whatever. Oh, yeah. Because Scotty goes through customs and he's carrying a surfboard. Yeah. And they're like, the the dog starts barking at him for whatever reason, the drug dog. Dogs. Happy. And, and 
They hate surfboards. Um, the dog's like, hey, Scotty from Hard Bodies. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, were you in Hard Bodies, but not really exactly? Um, <laughs> yeah. Dog, uh, dog understands the coordinate, the, the continuity better yeah, than we do. The dog is probably the only one who understands um, any of this. <laughs> but so, like, their answer is, like, oh, you must have drugs in your surfboard. So they pull out a chainsaw, mm-hmm. and in the middle of the airport, like, not in a special room, just chainsaw his uh, surfboard in half. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, no drugs. Here you go. You can have two halves. Yeah. Womp, womp. Oh. <laughs> So, because they switched cases, mm-hmm. when they get to their uh, hotel room, uh, they open it up and realize that it's not theirs and that they should probably give it back, except that it's stuffed with money mm-hmm. and a pamphlet for a semester at sea course. Right. Because the guys who, whose bag they did take that now has Scotty's uh, smoking, smoldering suitcase uh-huh. um, is the son of a multi-billionaire yeah. um, who was going to go to this program. They're like, well, we should just go. And, and I think... Scotty's actually like, no, we need to find him. We need to give it back. And Rags is like, no, this is our, we have money and perfect opportunity. This is it. So that's, that's, that's the movie within the movie. They basically take his spot on this cruise ship, which is just topless college. Yep. Essentially. That's that's what it is. Topless college on water. Yeah. Just come lay on the deck, get a tan and someone will teach you things. Sure. Um, so, and they're just like, ah, there's boobs everywhere. Yeah. So they're not actually on this boat for the entire time because that's the movie within the movie. So Mm -hmm. they're at this kind of shithole hotel and the terrible wife, uh, fiance, uh, Morgan, Morgan, um, like she has a cat and I don't know why she has a cat that's in a cage that she's brought with her. That never once comes out of that cage, nope. which makes her even more the worst person ever because it's like a carrying case yeah. and you just literally keep your cat in there the entire time. The entire time. Fuck you. Yep. Um, <laughs> but part of it is like Scotty's trying to like make it seem like they're in a better place than he is. So he's like kind of constantly kind of distract her because my next note is worst fa- fake rats I have in caps <laughs> oh, man. ever seen. It's bad. Like, so you know how you like go the dollar fun section for like kids where there's like the plastic spiders and snakes and all that. And there's the plastic rat, like the full size ones that are hard plastic and don't move. Mm -hmm. Well, they basically just took a couple of those and and taped uh, fishing lines on them and dragged them across the floor. So the tails are curly cued and don't move. Nope. Like if you've ever seen a rat, their their tails are not curly cued at all. They're pretty much straight and they, they don't move. So... They could have just gotten some that had straight ones, but no, they had these sh- shitty, like, calms blue, gray, yeah. like, single color that, like, they didn't bother to paint it is, them. It is literally the fakest mouse rat thing you've ever seen. Ever seen. And they just drag it across the floor. Uh-huh. And it happens on several occasions. Yeah. It's bad. It's really bad. It's bad. Um, <laughs> so... Uh-huh. It didn't take me long in the movie. Like, I pretty much was taking these notes in order. So this is strange that, like, one of these notes came before the other one, but I'll just read my next two notes because right, they, for whatever reason, they have come here ready to shoot the movie and haven't even fully cast it. Yes. So, like, there is an important role in this movie for the quote-unquote princess uh, that, that's going to be the love interest for Scotty in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and they haven't cast her. So they're, like, in Greece and going, well, I guess we got to find her. So they have auditions. And bring in all these people who like, oh, they'll look good, but they can't speak for shit or yeah. they can't speak, you know, or they speak well, and they're kind of ugly or, you know, whatever. It's like, so they're just having this casting session, all throwing their hands up going, oh, I don't know, until they're out dining. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm just, I'm pointing that out because I made this other note before the note after. So I'll, I'll, I'll continue the story. Like they're out dining and um, Scotty sees the waitress who is, um... It's a lot of vagina again. Yeah. I can't remember. Summer school. Yeah. It's Fabiana something. Yeah. 
the gorgeous, gorgeous lady that she is. And, yes. and he's like, I mean, like, you're you're it. We've got to cast you. So he begins courting her not only for the movie, but in general, too. Right. Despite having his shitty fiance back at the hotel. Yes. He um, has to then, like, court her while not being within the sight of the shitty fiance. Right. And also, she has, I believe she said stepdad. Who's, Someone who's always chopping meat violently. <laughs> right. Like, like, well, I don't know. We can't like, tell my stepdad. Cut to him cutting the head off of something. Yeah. Like, this is like a, a ca- an outside cafe where the kitchen is just a chopping block because he's just constantly mm-hmm. cutting meat up on this yes. chopping block. And it's like, wh- where are you cooking exactly? Yeah. But And also, they're in Greece. Mm-hmm. She is very much Italian. Y- yeah. Uh, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> but no one ever says. <laughs> they just assume she's local Greece. Eh, well, you know. <laughs> Italy stole everything from the Greeks, so it's only fair we Fair enough. take it back a little yeah. bit. Um, so I, I said all that because I, my, one of my notes was more a lot of vagina mm-hmm. yeah, because we've already had two movies. Yes, but before that, mm-hmm. I'm saying like this is still pretty early on in the movie. My note was we have officially hit the showgirls level of just put some fucking clothes on. Yeah, because like literally boobs mean nothing when they're there all the time in practically every shot. Yeah, for some reason in this, it's just like, it's not, there's something. It, like, because it's it's European sensibilities, which is like, ladies taking their tops off is no big deal. And right. everyone treats it ex- as such, except for the American actors for like the first five minutes. We're like, wow. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden it's just like, yeah, then, hey, I'll just look at you. And like, yeah, I, I still want to have sex with you, but it's not like, good boobs. Yeah. You know, it's so like that, that feeling goes away very quickly. Yeah. And, and there, there are lots of, obviously lots of very lovely ladies mm-hmm. with their tops off in this, but it's like, as I said, I mean, this took like 20, maybe 25 minutes of the movie before it was like, this is fucking showgirls. Put some goddamn clothes on. Right. Uh, and I guess, too, the the thing that's kind of, I mean, I hate to sound like some sort of, like, <laughs> Zionistic American or something, but it's just, like, the 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 99% of the women who are nude in this are extras. Mm-hmm. It's just locals. Right. And it's just, like, there's no character here. Like, give me, give me a reason to care about wanting to see this person naked sure. in your movie. Otherwise, it's just, like, wallpaper, and it's just, like, okay, I mean, yeah. Yeah. They were probably naked anyway, and you just flip the camera on. Right. Um, so it's, yeah. Yeah. So he begins like, you know, oh, I, you know, I want you for the movie. She's like, I don't want anything to do with acting. And he's like, well, what, what do you want to do? He's like, oh, I want to go to school. And he's like, well, we can pay you this. And it's like, well, that's probably going to make a big dent in her school fund. So she agrees. She's like, well, I won't have to do any nudity. He's like, maybe a little. <laughs> yeah. So she basically is just like, all right, whatever. I, I tentatively agree to this. I'm going to be in your movie. And then here's where the movie, for me, just completely broke my brain, because Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that conversation from her character was also her conversation when she was cast in the movie, because she is one of those actresses who, nothing wrong with it, take Mm -hmm. your stand. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, whatever you want to do in the movie industry, but she is steadfastly against nudity. And so yeah, I mean, she gets pretty close later, but yeah, yeah. close, but in a way where it's like, okay, you have to hang on to me tightly so that right. nothing possibly shows. Um, so it's, it's just weird to cast her in a hard bodies movie. Sure. It, it is. I, I, no, I, I agree. I see. I, I completely see what you're saying. I'm not, I, I hate to sound piggish about it, right. but like, you know, no, no. If your lead actress has a no nudity clause right. and you're casting her as the female lead in a hard bodies movie. Come on. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's annoying in the same way that, like, don't cast Jennifer Aniston to play a stripper and then she yes. won't do nudity. Yes. You know, like, that's that's number one. Like, that's dumb. Yeah. It you just know? it doesn't make sense. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, like, to the point that, like, 
I, I understand the idea of like no nudity. That's that's fine. But like the the scene, and this is like really practically in the movie where mm-hmm. they finally have a love scene where they finally end up together. Yeah, it's like we have side, top, under, like literally everything but nipple right. shown, and it's like just fucking sh- be naked. Like you've shown like literally ninety nine percent. Like I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't understand the idea of the no no nudity clause. Is like, well, don't show my nipples. You know, it's like I'm I don't. Like, I, you know, this is total <laughs> total sidebar conversation. But I don't understand how society as a whole has decided that nudity is nipples. Right. Exactly. That's, like that's I don't I mean. give a fuck about nipples, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like you go, like if, if theoretically you go to a strip bar and they've mm-hmm. got like pasties on, it's like. What is this shit? Like, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 that's you're decent. You could you could walk you could walk into the grocery store wearing that because yeah. you're not naked. I mean, I just how did we boil it down to okay, everything but a everything but a nipple, right. Is the that, most, and, and that's what I was saying. I mean, like yeah. she is so practically topless yes. that it's like just be all the way topless. Yeah, like, you know, I, I don't. That's what I, you know, that's what I'm getting at. Again, more power to you. Sure, if that's sure, how you want sure. your career to go, and sure. I think it worked out for her. She worked. Well, a I mean, lot. she did the same thing in Austin Powers when she sat in the hot tub. It's like that is practically all of your tits. Yep. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, like you've literally shown me just about everything there. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Um, so my next note. <laughs> my next note, because like. A, I said, is the movie inside the movie more of a movie than the movie outside the movie about making a movie? (laughs) Because at this point, I was like, I'm starting to get lost. Like, at this point, I was like, officially lost. I, once the once the dude the 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 guy from Poltergeist who is the main like producer of this movie, Mm -hmm. uh, once he became a character in the fake movie, it that completely broke me because I was just like, yeah. Oh shit, I didn't catch that. He, he he had to fire that one dude for whatever reason, and then he put on the curly headed oh, wig and then okay. played yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah. He was like the the father of her. Yeah, they, her 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 character was princess, but like it, real name was like Clara or something like that. Sure. Um, but like she she is supposed to be like some princess, so she's got bodyguards and people all around her, and it's like not only. Yeah, so it's like it's like a challenge. Like he goes diving off the school boat at one point, tries to swim over to her boat to her yacht because he sees her from afar. Yeah, and tries to climb up this ladder, and they start shooting at him. And he's like, "Okay." At first, he doesn't seem to take the hint. It's like, no. After "Eh." first shot, I'd be like, "Nah, yeah, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) you're right." (laughs) Yeah, I'll go back to where all the naked ladies are on my boat. It's okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Any, anyway, I, I I don't know. My, the rest of my notes, I think, might be a little out of order because I I think I was just trying to jot down all of my thoughts. Uh-huh. But uh, I'll I'll just tell some say some of them because I think they're funny. Okay. Um, just like Greece, where this movie is set, it has broke me. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. At a certain point, I was just like, "What in the fuck is happening?" Like they they do really dumb things. Like there's they supposedly go visit some some ruins ruins <laughs> yeah they do and uh rags like leans on one and knocks it all over which creates like a domino effect and it's like ah, that's funny yeah. it's like those aren't made of stone that aren't really heavy or anything no. yeah um then there's another point where the terrible uh fiance uh like when they first I, like i said this is why the notes get a lot of order because there's a whole conversation where she's like i think i'm pregnant yeah and then he's like, "Oh," and she's like, "Well, we can't we can't have sex because I think I'm pregnant." And he's like, and he just agrees to that. Then there's a scene later after that where they she's never come and said like, "I'm not pregnant," and she goes, "We can't have sex because I'm out of birth control." And I'm like, 
he has a line at some point where he just says, I'm glad now she's not pregnant. And it's like, wait, how did where that was such a big plot point five minutes ago. Why are you just throwing that out there? When did that conversation happen? And then, yeah, yeah later, it's just like, no, we can't have any sex because yeah. birth control. My note was, is dude bro's fiance pregnant or not? Why does she need birth control? <laughs> she thinks she is. What the fuck? She, and then I put, she's awfully uptight for being with a guy who stars in dumbass titty movies. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's just like, you know, she she's kind of pulling the thing for the girlfriend from the first one where it's like, wait, why are you all over that lady? It's like, because it's in the script and the money I make is from being in dumbass titty movies. Yeah. Like, I have to <laughs> hug and kiss on them for the movie. Right. But she's like, I can't believe you're with them. And it's like, yeah. do you not know what I do? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, I don't yeah. know. It's just like, it's... She wants all the advantages of the job, right. but doesn't like any of the details of the job. It's it's strange. <laughs> she's she's badly written. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. Um, so there is another little side plot because another part that they haven't cast or... Oh, oh no. They, I'm sorry. They did cast it, but the... All right. So the producer guy has been getting with the script girl, <laughs> and then his wife shows up, so he has to kind of stop that. Mm-hmm. But she's kind of you know she's in a titty movie so she's with every guy and especially the older guys so there is there's an actor who's going to play a kidnapper Mm -hmm. in this movie literally doesn't make any sense to the plot that's going on but there is apparently a side plot kidnapping thing Uh so they have to cast a new kidnapper role and they go to the stepdad of of a lot of vagina and And he's like, yeah, I know a guy that'll that'll fit the part. Like, let's go to him. And my note was because some of these people like are literally like they found them on the street in, it, in Greece. And we're like, you look perfect for this role. And there was one point where the one of the guys is talking. And actually, you know what? I think it might have been one of the actual bodyguards character, not the, not the kidnapper. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. There was somebody in a very thick, uh, you know, Grecian accent says something and says it just fine and then has another line that they had to throw subtitles on the screen because mm-hmm. it was so poorly said yep. and I said sure don't retake that shot just throw some subtitles on it <laughs> like seriously what the, I mean how hard would that be just like eh, say that again and, and here's how you say it yeah you know you can teach they taught Arnold Schwarzenegger to speak you know phonetically for mm-hmm. fucking Conan come mm-hmm. on <laughs> exactly um anyway uh yeah so there's this whole dumb thing where they kidnapper guy kidnaps them and doesn't understand because the, the the dumb ass producer from poltergeist is like trying to explain that his character is the son of a multi-billionaire that his father is worth all this money and that's why he got kidnapped or at least they think he is because he's, he's posing as him yeah and so he just writes down like 150 billion drachma and the guy's like thinks that's what he's going to get paid for doing this kidnapping job. right because it's just miscommunication yeah and it brings about like real guns and everything and right it's, it's just it's it's, it's it's all dumb but it, it's, it's insufferable it, and bad it, but he ends up like taking it home and there's this whole long dumb scene with his wife where she's, his wife who does speak pretty much perfect english is like i wanted to be an actress and starts going and doing they're like tied up you know comically like indiana last crusade style <laughs> right back to back, back, to in, back these in chairs, chairs. <laughs> um and she's like doing this routine and first it's you know it's classic greek theater and then she does this whole melodramatic thing and a lot of vaginas like yeah i think that might be mary sue from or whatever is from, from dallas or something yeah. something topical at the time yes anyway but yeah there's there's becomes this whole side plot where there's real guns and they're shooting at them and let me just offshoot some of that for a second because something that drives me crazy in movies like this like okay this movie was obviously like the greek government or greek producers were like hey come make a hard bodies in greece because we really Mm -hmm. liked your hard bodies come do it here so but i I, the way that foreign people are sometimes portrayed in movies where 
they can't even have full sentence co- full sentence conversations in their own language with one another. Mm-hmm. They're just constantly just like mouth open, just duh, trying to figure out broken English, and that's it. Like they won't even speak right. to another person of their language in the room in a full sentence. It is infuriating to me. That it's just like you go to a foreign land and everyone just stands there slack jawed and doesn't understand how to communicate with one another. Right. It's it's irritating and I, I just it, it, the fact that no the the ham fisted way they construct this dumb subplot in their dumb fake movie mm-hmm. about this kidnapping is it was just like if I had been near a wall I would have been slamming my head into it. It was just like sure. how are you how are you not understanding this is about what what's about to happen? Yeah, or like I don't know. Look around because your lead actress <laughs> apparently speaks perfect English and is and is Greek. Yeah. So like, yeah. you know, ask her to translate because apparently she's better at it than her dad, stepdad, whatever the hell he is. Yeah. It's it's man. Yeah. Anyway, um, so like they they come out of that fine. It's just like I guess the, the misunderstanding is clear and they show up the next day. Now, the gold digger fiance has basically gone off. Like she's like, oh, I guess you know he got kidnapped. Oh well, that sucks. So I'm going to go get with his rival guy, you know, yeah. beefcake dude. Yes. And, and Scotty comes and finds her, and it's, and it's kind of like, oh sweet, I'm clear. I can dump you free and clear mm-hmm. and pursue, you know, Cleo now better, uh, you know, because I wanted to do that anyway. Thanks, right. thanks for this. Bye. Yeah. You know, let me take the ring back and bye. Yes. And so, it really, it's just like now. It's just like let's let's wrap the fucking movie up because like now they're more or less free to be together. They have their love scene. Mm-hmm. You know, she all but gets naked, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, has to kick out everybody. And then it's like, well, we're, we have like one day to shoot the movie and we're going to the airport and we got to get these last shots at the airport. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes this dumb, dumb, like, OK, run to the get on this private plane. Oh, wait, you didn't get on the private plane. You got on the real plane. And but they're really escaping the movie set and they don't care. The two of them. Yeah, I, I don't know. But it's <sighs> it's really dumb and very rushed and just like gets to the end of the movie. And <laughs> there there was a line earlier in the movie where they're basically they're going to have like a mile high club situation in the bathroom and like they're they're demanding that they have a larger bathroom because you know an airplane bathroom is you know they, they were bad they were bad they're bad they're bad now they were they were better in the 80s they were yeah. a little bit bigger back then now they're closets now they're closets but like there's a point where like two two characters walk into an airport bathroom or airplane bathroom. Go on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they, they, it starts the whole thing of like, I, I love that in movies, the, the, the airplane toilet is like a, 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 a airlock in space. Yes. It is, it is pure <laughs> suction that you, nothing can escape yeah, from. <laughs> because they do this whole dumb thing that doesn't even pay off. Like nope. she gets her, like his terrible fiance gets her, uh, it's not even a jacket. It's like a shirt. It's just like, a shirt. Like a long sleeve shirt uh, that you'd wear over top of other clothes. Yeah. Stuck in the toilet. And they don't even like pay it off with like her having to walk around and wear that. Nope. It's just it's just a dumb like, oh, we've opened up the airlock and don't get sucked <laughs> in there. But there was a point where the, the, the director demands that they make the airport bathroom scene bigger. So they have this really dumb, like lavish, like it's, it's bigger than any bathroom I've ever been in, in real life. It's much bigger less, than this studio. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> you know, it's just this, this palatial yeah. bathroom that's supposed to be the airport bathroom. And they take like some Roman gods. Yeah. And, and then like, 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 like the, the toilet is actually like up on like a, a raised throne. Yeah. <laughs> but they, 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 there's this offhanded line, which is like so, offhanded that like the last shot of the movie almost doesn't make sense unless you remember this dumb offhanded line mm-hmm. where something in the script was like oh they go into the airplane bathroom and they have the sex and 
in their minds like the plane's doing barrel rolls and that's how you know how full of ecstasy they are or something like that and yep. and they're looking at the script and they're like that's fucking stupid mm-hmm. and so anyway like they they run off to leave the cast and crew and all the rest of the dumbasses making this movie behind she actually has a passport and, a, and they're they're free and clear and going to america uh him and cleo and like the last shot of the movie, my, my note was that last shot, so real. <laughs> it's pretty real. <laughs> because to say it's a bad matte model of an airplane is like an understatement. Like It looks like something out of a Telltale game. I mean, it, it looks like a cell shaded mm-hmm. ridiculous thing. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, God, what stupid hijinks are they going to do here? Right. Okay. So, you know, the last <laughs> shot in Greece where the car flies off into, into space yep. for no reason. And you're like, that looks kind of dumb and fake. <laughs> well, take that and make it about 20 times worse. And that's the final shot of the air of, a, of like a 737 uh-huh. doing a goddamn barrel roll. <laughs> yeah. Well, it did it in turbulence. That's <laughs> <laughs> not to good effect. <laughs> like that's true. Yeah, bad yeah, things happen. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just it does this like quick barrel roll, and it's like whoop whoop. You we're flying off in space, happy ending, and yeah. and the movie's thankfully over. Yeah, <sighs> I only took three notes, and my last note for this one was this is insufferable. Mm-hmm. This movie is just insufferable. It, it really is. Um, for- I made that. I made all that notes, and yeah, still. Yeah. Well, at least it made the first one better for you. Yeah. I mean, at least it has that benefit of mm-hmm. <laughs> making you come around a tiny bit on that first one. Sure. Uh, I'm giving it four bags. It's fucking garbage. It, it really is. And I'm going with the same rating. Okay. The only reason it's it, it, it survives the almighty five bags mm-hmm. is, look, Fabiana Udino yes. is fucking gorgeous. Yes, that is the, like, the that, exact that is like, same thing. That is like literally the only thing I could say like, yep. well... I there aren't very many movies with her in it, and there should have been more. And she's unbelievably mm-hmm. gorgeous. So I will admit, when she came on screen, I was like, "Oh, hello!" Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Thank you, something that isn't insufferable." I yes. can. She eased my suffering. Yes, sometimes I will say that. That's, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I have the same reasoning. That's why I didn't get five bags. That's was because she showed up, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Yeah, well, it's uh, good on her." Yeah. Yes. So. That, that, I mean, it's whatever. I'm a man, and she's a gorgeous lady, and I was like, Correct. you know what? Uh, you made this better, but only ever so slightly. Yes, so thank you. This movie was really god awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it, it's it's terrible. Don't watch yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, watch the first one. We've uh, we've talked about it on the Bamfcast plenty of times. Just mm-hmm. like when you have a movie so incoherent that it it just becomes kind of unwatchable, and this this is a good example. Yeah, everything blurs together in in a way that is just there. There's I, you know, I don't like dream sequences in movies. I sure. sure as hell don't like when a movie pops out of another movie. And I was fully convinced that, that another movie was going to pop out at the end. I thought sure. like the real director was going to say cut and just I thought they were going to pull that stunt and they didn't. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm OK mm-hmm. with nonlinear, uh, you know, and I'm OK with like a a, a single like St. Elsewhere style reveal kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like it was funny in that one. We watched one of the uh, Ted Pryor invasion movies. force. Yeah. They were, you know, yeah. David A. Pryor movies. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Like that's funny. Cause it's like the end and it's like, Oh, well, well in that they filmed an opening action sequence mm-hmm. and then they stopped filming and then that was it. They right. didn't like keep cutting back and forth to like, sure. Oh, this is in the movie. This isn't, right. you know, or like I said, have a device that I can go, okay, when it goes to two thirty five by one, that's the movie within right. the movie and one eight five is exactly the, is the, actual movie we're watching yes you know some kind of device just to go okay right you know visually i know that i'm now watching the movie within the movie but also it does that thing where you will watch 10 15 minutes of the fake movie Mm -hmm. and then they yell cut and it's like you weren't filming all that right you know sure you weren't filming this final (laughs) final cut thing i I hate that too so god just no hard bodies to no yeah no no 
<laughs> There's a reason why it's not available anywhere. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> good luck. Um, actually, no, d- I do not wish you good luck. No. Just don't even try to find it. Just ignore. I I will say it might possibly occasionally show up on M- MGM HD. Uh, that is not an encouragement that you should watch it, though. No, um, no, the first just, one. Just go watch Summer School or even Austin Powers if you want to see more of Fabiano. Yes, <laughs> I will. Yes, Fabiano. I will. Yes, I will agree with that. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm or she's got other things. Watch she's, she's got a healthy filmography. <laughs> I mean, she's, she's she's worked. Yeah. So, so there we go. Mm-hmm. We just pure '80s TNA'd it up and uh, mixed results. Um, mm-hmm. These things are are difficult to to go back and enjoy as they were intended. Yep. Given our modern times, um, I, I still think you can have some fun with the first one. But yeah. I think we both agree that the second one is a steaming pile of garbage. That is true. Okay. Yeah. Good. But so. no, I mean, like, if nothing else, I will say this, like, we know sexism was a terrible, terrible thing for many, 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 many years. Yes. Like, well, basically all the years up until the last <laughs> five, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> People started getting called and, out and on may- their shit. <laughs> and maybe possibly not even now. I was, that's argu- very, very easily arguable. Uh-huh. Um, but the thing is, is like, if nothing else, I would say this is an interesting time capsule because... You can go back even 10 years before this and 10 years before that, and you can see some progression was being made. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not defending these movies, but you take this in the context of like, you know, a lot of memes or what not, not even memes. Things have come up where people have gone back to old comic books, especially. Yes. And just found the worst things, like beloved characters saying the worst things. <laughs> right. Of, of the, the terrible, terrible white male writers of the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like... You just see, like, okay, well, that was bad. That was, you know, completely inexcusable. And at least by the 80s, like, maybe a character might call somebody on their shit. They might not have stopped the shit, but somebody at least got called on it. And now, yeah, someone now going, hopefully, hey. <laughs> we just don't do the shit at all, much yeah. less have to call it on it. So that, that, you know, yeah. it's, it's a... It's a timeline towards the utopian future, I hope for. That's all yeah, I'm we're saying. We're working towards our Star Trek future. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying, like, if nothing else, I'm not, I'm not excusing anyone's behavior, but, like, you know... It could be worse. I'm saying it's all like, yes, it could be worse. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> I, I think that's a good place to leave it. Sure. It could be worse, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll wrap it up for week three here. All right. Um, we'll be back next week with uh, two more. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know oh, what. A certain shoe, no say quoi. Yes. <laughs> Yes, how do you say? Yeah. Uh, we'll figure something out, but uh, you know we've been we've been <laughs> we've been hit or miss here, so uh, I guess we'll just see what happens next week. So until then, I'm Chuck and I'm Harlow, and this is the end of the Bamcast Extra Show. I believe you mean hit or miz. Was <laughs> <laughs> a young thing in the prime of her life, standing there looking. As cute as could be So I walked on over And asked her her name I'm still not believing What she said to me I don't fuck fossils for free, old man I don't fuck fossils for free So just go on home Take matters in hand Cause I don't fuck fossils for free